there. Um, I thought it would be appropriate. We noted that in Masechah's Baba Basra, so it's a Masechta with a lot, a lot of different Rishonim. Some Masechtas have fewer Rishonim and some have a lot. One of the Rishonim, which we've quoted a little bit already, and is on Baba Basra and Sanhedrin, we have him a little bit on Gidin and Kiddushin, um, is the Yad Ramah. The Yad Ramah of Meir HaLevi Abulafia uh, is a Rishon. I want to speak a little bit about him and a little bit about his Sefer. It's helpful to understand sometimes as far as who he is and what he did. It'll give us some insight as far as, you know, sort of almost sometimes when we use his Sefer and what he does, and I think some of that can be, uh, can be helpful. The Ramah lives uh, at the end of the time when the Rambam's alive. So he's probably in his 30s or so, I believe, when the Rambam passes away. He is a senior figure when the Ramban and others sort of come onto the scene. So the Yad Ramah, we have a tshuva, the Ramban, I think even in Baba Basra at one place, writes, you know, this is what I asked the Yad Ramah, or Meir Halevi Abulah, the Ramah, and this is what, what he responds. You have a similar thing in the Ritva. A lot of the, the tour quotes uh, the Ramah, I think, hundreds of times. The Ramah is a very, very fundamental sefer and a very important sefer, where he's osik a lot in that world, in that world of, in that world of Pesach Halacha. The Ramah, outside of his parish, the Gemara, that we'll speak about in a minute, is very well known for a couple of different things. One of the things he did, which is just like, a, it's an amazing, almost like project to, to have, is the Ramah went through, in a Sefer Torah, so in order to make sure we have Chaseros and Yaseros, we have in a Sefer Torah, sometimes a word will have a Yud in it, sometimes it'll have a Vav in it, and it gets very, very complicated to know what exactly is the most accurate sort of uh, accurate tradition in writing a Sefer Torah about our Mitzorah. So Yad Ramah did an enormous amount of work and is really one of the people who is most impactful in terms of establishing our Mitzorah. I think Volpiansky quoted that the Abbe Nezer has a chufa, but the Abbe Nezer writes, you know, until the era of the Yad Ramah, we were really sort of like, it was very hard to know how to write a Sefer Torah. He did a lot of work comparing quality Sefer Torah the Rambam did it his own way in Hilchah Sefer Torah, but, but, but the Ramah becomes very, very important for that. The Ramah is important for something else also, which is the Ramah was very involved in one of the uh, Maimonidean controversies. The Ramah was very, very bothered by something the Rambam wrote. He understood that the Rambam wrote that the way he understood Rambam, as if the Rambam is denying there's something called the physical Tchias HaMesim, that's what he seems to understand. He was very worked up about this, he wrote about it to the Chachmei Lunil. The Chachmei Lunil, who we saw yesterday in the Chudu Rambam, the Chachmei Lunil were like, no, 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 like, we're totally Rambam people on this. Like, the Rambam's the Rambam, we're all, we're all good to go. He then wrote to the Rosh Mishans from the Baliyat Tosfos to get him involved a little bit. Uh, he was very, very involved in this. This is when he is, L'Chora, about 30 or low to mid-30s. He, and the Rambam's already, you know, close to Sof Yamav. He's already like a very senior figure, the Yad Ramah. So the, the two things that he sort of really contributed that are not in the Pavish Yad Ramah, that are most well-known, are the Misora of the text of our Sifrei Torah and this idea about, this idea about Rambam. He wrote about Sifrei Kabbalah, other kinds of things. One of the sort of tragic parts of our of like history is that a lot of these we've shown him wrote Perushim that we do not have. So we know that the Ramah wrote on Baba Basra and Sanhedrin, those we have. We now have some of Gidna Kiddushin. It's very clear he wrote other Masechtas also. A minimum 12, 13, 14 other Masechtas we know that he wrote because there are other Rishonim that quote the Ramah sometimes. So the Shita Mukubetzas, as an example, will sometimes quote Ramahs that we don't really have record of, but they're on those particular Masechtas where, where he wrote. That's, 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 that, that's the Ramah.
his perush is, as some of you may have noticed, uh, if you look at it's like the, the very flipping through your covates or looking at the two volume work in Baba Basra, his perush is, is is verbose. There's a lot, a lot of that he writes about. The official name of a sefer, I think, is, is Prate Prata or something along those lines, like very specific details. He gets into the goal is la asuke shmaisa aliba de hilchasa to get come to final psak, but he really goes through a whole lot. I believe they point out, I, I can't say I paid enough attention to this, but they point out that he does not as often quote other people by name. He doesn't quote all the time. Sometimes he does Rambam. He ended up sort of like uh, toning down his, his Rambam critique when Rambam passed away. He even wrote some sort of like a poem about the Rambam as part of a hespid. But, but he, it, it's, a very, it's very verbose. He writes, he writes a lot. But he writes a lot to take you really through the details of a particular sugya. His goal is really to address a lot of those details there in the there in the Yad Ramah, which is important. One additional important thing to know: the Chida wrote a sefer called Shem Hagdolim. The Chida sefer Shem Hagdolim is where he goes to different rabbanim. The Chida was a a a Sephardi gadol who traveled around a lot. An amazing, amazing uh, range of information, and he knew a lot about different different rabbanim and different rishonim, and he would write about them, who their svarim were, who their talmidim of. A lot of work is done based on the chidah Shem Hagadolim. He did an amazing service for Klal Yisrael. In the Shem Hagadolim, so one of the things that he writes is that the Rama was a talmid of the Or Zarua. The Rama was a talmid of the Or Zarua. So many point out that while the chidah was right about come on everything. That appears to not be so. For the following really intriguing, I don't know if you're into these kinds of things. Yaakov Chaim Sofer, Rashiva Kav Chaim Yishalayim, points out in one of his farah, Menuch HaShalom, in Chilak Dalad, I believe, the following an amazing ha'ara. Rabbeinu Yerucham, you have to be really into like Rishonim for these things, so if you learn about Rabbi Leibowitz and, and he, or anybody else, presumably, who's into Rishonim, this is like a really interesting thing for me, I don't know about others, but uh, Rabbeinu Yerucham was a Rishon who often quoted the Ramah. And Abedi Yerucham wrote that the Ramah was a Talmud of the Orzarua. That the Ramah was a Talmud of the Orzarua. Because of that, the Chidan, others assumed that the Ramah was a Talmud of the Orzarua. However, when Rabbeinu Yerucham quotes the Ramah, it has been proven he's not talking about the Ramah that we're talking about, Meir Abulafia. He's talking about the Maharami Rittenberg. He called him the Ramah. He writes in other places, when, when, when the Rehichim quotes the Ramah sometimes, he's quoting straight from, straight from Marami Rittenberg. And it's a different Ramah, and it would be Kimat historically impossible for the Yad Ramah to have learned by the Orzarua. They were in totally different countries, not at the same time exactly. It would have been very, very difficult for that to make out. The reason why that matters is, Abba Chaim Sobers points out, that there's sometimes Achronim that asks Stiras in the Ramah. That the Ramah in the Yad Ramah is so sere, the Ramah as quoted in Rabbeinu Yerucham. And they ask stiras between the Ramah. That would be an exceptionally strong question, if not for the fact that they are not the same people. And the, the Yad Ramah and the Maori Rinberg, so they're able to argue sometimes that's considered to be totally, totally fine. Totally, totally fine. It's important to note, when people quote the Yad Ramah, that's Reish Mem Hey. That is in contrast to the Ramah. The Ramah, Rav Moshe Isserlis, who is the, on Shulchan Aruch, the source of Ashkenazi Psak, different person, much later. He's dealing in the 1500s. But the Ramah is, is, is an earlier kind of a reach, from end of Rambam, before the Ramban, and he's perceived as this massive, massive giant that the Ramban asks Shilas to. The Torah quotes all the time. 
So Yad Ramah in Baba Basra is a safer which gets learned, which gets learned. Interestingly enough, this is good to know, however much you use the Ramban in Baba, the Yad Ramah in Baba Basra, he gets used a lot more in Sanhedrin. Why does he get used a lot more in Sanhedrin? Because as opposed to Baba Basra, that it's a Masechta with a very large covate and lots of different Rishonim. You have everyone writing about Basra. Sanhedrin, we have much less on Sanhedrin. There are many fewer Rishonim. So the Yad Ramah, looking for a Rishon. So let's say you learned the third part of Sota. So you may have been struck by the absence of Rishonim. So imagine you had a Rishon that was like, and suddenly we, you know, we, we hadn't... Anyone that's writing becomes very important. So Yad Ramah and Sanhedrin becomes, I think, all the more significant, all the more important. But that's the Yad Ramah. It's a lengthy safer. We don't have on all the Masechtas of his, but he's quoted often by different Rishonim. He gets quoted Lahalacha often, so it's often good to know what the Ramah exactly, exactly says. But it's, it's a little bit long. You have to make your way through the Ramah to be able to do so, but to appreciate sort of who he was and his sort of like uh, historical significance, um, there's a lot to be said for the Ramah and what he 